Hey friends, you're listening to The Vine Podcast, and episode 16 is going to be our last episode of the year, so we are doing something a little bit different. I reached out to a handful of friends and clients of mine to ask if they would share their biggest takeaways from 2019 and what they're focusing on in 2020. So stay tuned to hear from six different food bloggers and their takeaways from this past year. You love the time you get to spend creating content on your blog and connecting with your audience, but building a brand and working on your website, that's where it can feel overwhelming. With all of the lists out there of everything that you should do, sometimes you just feel like giving up. But friends, there's a better way. When you spend time strategically thinking about your blog, you'll discover what is essential to build a successful and sustainable business and what's not. I'm your host, Madison Weatherill, a WordPress web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers. I'm here to help you think strategically about the brand you're building, connect with your ideal audience, and ultimately convert them into raving fans, the ones who actually make your recipes, interact with you, and make this whole food blogging journey worth it. It's time to design a business you love and remember why you started a blog in the first place. Hi, I'm Liz from the blog, thecleaneatingcouple.com. I focus on sharing simple, easy to follow, healthy recipes. The biggest thing that I learned in 2019 is that I don't always have to be working. Um, 2018 was my first year of being a full-time entrepreneur and it was great and I worked really hard but I worked a little bit too much. I always had my laptop with me. I was constantly on my phone and I felt like if I took a day off that my blog would just completely fall apart. Um, And this year I've really tried to focus on not doing that um, and actually working less while still just being super productive during the time that I am working and outsourcing things that other people can do that don't require my expertise and like my zone of genius. Um, And that's something that I'm going to continue to focus on in 2020. I'm going to hopefully continue to outsource things and to really zone in on diversifying my traffic streams. I focused a lot on SEO in 2019 and in 2020, I'm hoping to bulk up my Pinterest traffic and my traffic from my other social media platforms. I'm Lindsay Moe of The Living Kitchen. I share easily customizable vegetarian and vegan recipes. The biggest thing I learned in 2019 is it's okay to delete content if you do it the right way. I've been blogging for about eight years, and a lot of the content I have from those early years is just me talking about my day, my kids, saying happy holidays. Deleting posts can be really hard emotionally because... It's a lot of the heart and soul of why many of us got into blogging in the first place. These are the posts that probably say something about us and who we are and what was happening in our lives at that point. But I feel like food blogging is headed in the direction of being more of a food media site that can act as a resource for people. That's not to say you can't interject some personality into your posts, but I think people visiting a blog are looking for something specific. They're looking for a recipe. And most of those personal details that used to go into posts will be better received somewhere like Instagram or Twitter. What I'm focusing on in 2020 is cleaning up my site so I feel good about 100% of the content on there. Deleting or no indexing useless posts, updating the posts that I can, improving the photography on those posts, adding videos to popular posts, cleaning up the site navigation, the site speed, and making sure that the site is really focused on my niche. 
This is a big change from my 2019 focus, which was rounding out the content of my site. So I felt like the gaps were filled in in my niche. I wanted people coming to the site to be able to see me as an expert, and I felt like there were certain recipes that I should be able to provide for them that I hadn't yet. And I feel like I did a good job rounding that out and putting out as much quality content as possible. My goal in 2020 is not to put out more than one new recipe a month until I have everything on the site under control, which is going to be really hard because I have so many ideas and recipes that I want to share, but I think it's going to be a really good thing for my site. When it comes to deciding whether to delete or no index posts or update them, that's where keyword research comes into play. You don't want to delete posts that are bringing you traffic unless you've really figured out it's hurting you in some way. If you don't know what you're doing there, don't just guess at it. Head to Facebook groups, an SEO course, or Google to find out how to dive into the information you already have in your analytics. Hi there, this is Megan Yeager, and I am with the blog Cake and Knife. I'm thrilled to be here on the Vine podcast chatting with you about wrapping up the end of 2019 and heading into 2020. I don't know about you, but I can't believe that we are about to start an entire new decade. It feels like not so long ago we were starting 2010, um, so it's kind of mind baffling to be here. Uh, so anyways, I'm going to dive right into a couple things that I wanted to chat about. Um, you know, 2019 was a really big year for me. I'd had some huge ups and downs and I really have taken away a couple of things that have made me happier as a blogger, as a, you know, entrepreneur. Um, and one of those is learning to say no. So what I mean by learning to say no is, you know, making sure that you are saying yes to things that not only you love, but also fit really well with your brand and kindly declining others. I know certainly as a blogger, it can be difficult to say no, you're getting hit with a bunch of requests every day. Um, but it's really important that no matter what the monetary offer might be, that you're making sure that whatever collaborations you're working on, whatever partnerships you have, you are saying yes to the ones that truly fit your brand and fit your uh, message because otherwise it's going to come across as inauthentic. Um, and you know, you're really, ideally you're not just trying to, you know, be in this for gaining as much money as you can and therefore taking every sponsorship that hits your desk. You want to make sure that you are cultivating those and making sure they fit with your brand because you want them to actually resonate with your audience. And to me, that was a really big lesson to learn and really made a difference in how I approach brand partnerships and other sponsorships. The second thing that I learned in 2019 is knowing your worth. And this is something that I still struggle with a bit, but you know, uh, it's something that I actually have written in sticky note tape to my computer because it is something easy to forget, but oh so important. Um, you know, there are a lot of people unfortunately out there who will want to take advantage of you, of, you know, trying to get things free from you. And, you know, you really have to be able to value your own time and value your creativity because those things are unique to you and you should be fairly compensated for them. And that should never be a question. So I definitely learned a lot from this lesson this year, um, just from partnerships that have gone, you know, not exactly like I wanted them to. And therefore I 
I really think it's important to make sure that you do know what you're worth, that you value your own time, and you know, you're making sure that you get compensated accurately for that. So finally, as we head into 2020, um, I my biggest goal, honestly, is to focus on quality versus quantity. And I think the biggest thing driving this for me is the fact that being authentic and the desire of, you know, readers and viewers to see kind of the behind the scenes, they want to see the real side of you, they're getting over that whole, you know, perfectly quaffed Instagram perfection that, you know, we see every day. And that's where the engagement is coming in. So I want to make sure that I'm being as authentic as possible, showing my true self, you know, sharing those things that maybe aren't perfectly poised and perfectly, you know, stated uh, with everyone who is in my readership. You know, it's much better for them to see the passion behind my work versus me just pumping out quantity to pump it out there and hope that something lands. So my hope is that this will not only help my quality of work get even better, but also um, help me and my own mental space to feel less overwhelmed and less um, stressed in the coming year. I just wanted to thank Madison for the opportunity to be on the Vine podcast. It's such a thrill to be featured on here and stick wishes to everyone out there for the new year. Uh, I think 2020 is going to be a great one and hopefully everyone out there can take a moment to reflect and figure out their own lessons learned in 2019 and carry those into the new year. Hi Madison. Thank you for having me on the Vine podcast. I'm really happy to be featured. My name's Bita Arabian. The name of my blog is Oven Hug. Oven Hug is where I share modern healthy, nutritious Persian recipes made faster and easier. And I've learned a lot of things in 2019, but I think the biggest thing I learned was the importance of treating my food blog as a business and feeling good about growing it and outsourcing and feeling okay by investing in it and kind of passing some things off to the experts instead of trying to do everything myself. And so I did actually work with Madison and she's on the team helping me on an ongoing basis. We were able to narrow my niche in the work that we did around building my brand. And I'm grateful for that. Uh, Madison also helped me to find the resources to outsource SEO. We did an SEO audit that's brought in a lot of improvement to the blog and more traffic and more views. And it's kind of an ongoing process. We also have done a lot of work on Pinterest and Pinterest images. And I feel good about passing the book on that. It's been much more consistent and regular and shown a lot of growth in oven hug Pinterest boards. And lastly, I've also recently gotten help with Oven Hug Instagram and YouTube channels. I could not possibly do all of these things on my own. I can now focus on creating the recipes, working on my upcoming cookbooks, and doing my day job, which is being a family nutritionist and health coach, which I absolutely love, in addition to keeping up the blog and Oven Hug. So in 2020, my hopes and on my goals list is to publish two cookbooks. Eat Breakfast is going to be in published format. I have a co-author and 
the other book is Eat Persian Food will be an ebook. So what I want to do around that is to focus more on growing my email lists, doing some email marketing, and I will be also turning to Madison for some support in that arena. And that will help in our strategies for getting the cookbooks out into the hands of people who will find them useful and who will use them and who will be making oven hug recipes in their home. So thank you so much. I hope this was useful and until next time. Bye. Hey, I am Erin from the Speckled Palette and my biggest takeaway from 2019 is pitching specifically feeling comfortable in pitching because I finally know what I have to offer and I can talk about it confidently to brands as well as to other bloggers and people in my life who don't know what I'm doing um, or who don't understand what I'm doing. Being able to describe exactly what I bring to the table and what I can do, whether it's working in a brand partnership or working with other bloggers has been huge for me in 2019. My biggest goal for 2020 is to find balance. I have two young children and this past year I have worked a ton. I have gotten a lot done, but it doesn't feel sustainable. So my goal for 2020 is to work smarter, not harder, and really just to find that elusive balance that we're all seeking and um, hoping for and just hopefully be able to do a better job of being present, whether I am with my kids playing or whether I'm working or doing stuff in my house um, or out with friends, you know, you name it. Um, I just, I want a better balance and I am going to find it in 2020 um, one way or another. So that is my big takeaway and that's my goal for 2020. Hi there, my name is Kelly Anthony. I blog at theanthonykitchen.com. I would say my biggest takeaway from 2019 was that I cannot and I definitely should not try to do it all. I brought in three people that I think really made a positive impact on my site and my mental health <laughs> this year. Um, the first was a VA, and she uh, just helped me with some of my Pinterest to-dos. She helped me through some of the Facebook groups, and then she would also even help me update uh, little things like alt tags and whatnot. And um, I even had her updating spreadsheets and, you know, just like little time-consuming things that was just really nice to be able to hand off to somebody else. The second person that I brought on was a videographer. There is not a lot that I dislike more than editing video. <laughs> and so I found this guy who would come in and film and then he would take that footage and edit it and then send it to me in a really nice, pretty package. And so that was really awesome to not have to do that. Plus, you know, we make ad revenue off of video. So I didn't really feel like it was really this huge expense because we're kind of making our money back on video. Um, so that was great. And then the other person that I brought in was an SEO specialist. 
I had some stuff going on in the back end of my site that um, really needed to be fixed and I really did not have the coding capacity to fix it. And so uh, bringing this, this guy on to help me to show me how to fix the things and even take some of the things and fix them himself, um, I feel like really has made a difference as far as the health of my site goes. And so, um, yeah, my biggest takeaway from 2019 was that getting people to help you out will make a positive impact on your site, on your site's income, and your mental health as well. For 2020, I am going to be focused on niching down a little bit more, getting a little more specific with the type of recipes that I put out and the content that I create. Um, and then I also really want to figure out how to build a successful YouTube channel. So that'll be my focus. Um, I'm wishing everybody a happy new year and good luck in 2020. Well, friends, I hope that you enjoyed hearing from these different food bloggers. I found it so interesting that their answers were so diverse and they varied from Pinterest to outsourcing to finding balance. Each of us has our own unique journey as a food blogger, and I hope as you go into the new year that you'll really examine your food blogger and you'll figure out your own unique goals for it. Your goals don't have to be the same as anyone else's, and at the end of the day, this is your food blog. I hope that as we head into a new year, this will be the best year ever for your business. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.